passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Corey Pons is back at quarterback now. Corey's in the end zone. Gets it away. Deep down the middle. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Welcome to the 15th episode of Something's Brewing. How's everybody doing? This episode brought to you by Organized Chaos Clothing, a lifestyle brand coming to a store near you very soon. Make sure you look for it. So, in episode 15, I know that we said last week we were going to have a, a special interview with a very connected uh, uh, you know, recruiting guy and things of that nature. So, that person is not joining us. But, since it's episode 15... But before I get into the episode 15, I am excited, though, even though the gentleman is not going to be joining us, we are very close to announcing a very big partnership when it comes to the Something Something's Brewing podcast. So, I, Dan, be, be very excited. By the way, how are oh, you doing, Oh, Dan? am I on the... Oh, I'm, I'm on the show? Yeah, you're on. Oh, I, fantastic. Hi, Corey. For the first time in, the, in 14 <laughs> weeks, I forgot to introduce you. Yeah, that was pretty good. So, it, so wait a minute. Let, let's back up. We're going to do what now? We're going to announce a what? We're having a special guest instead of the interview that we expected to have. Okay, yeah. Because yeah. it's the 15th episode. My brother, Casey Paws, number 15, is joining us. He's going to be a special co-host for the whole show. Casey, are you there? Check, check. Mic check. <laughs> All right. Very that, good. That's, that's official, the official slang, right? Yeah, of course. That's pretty good. First yeah, time caller, official. long time listener. Right. Exactly. All right. Well, so we're gonna we're 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 gonna do this. Casey's gonna be with us for the whole time. We're gonna do some of the recaps we spoke about, and then we're gonna do an in depth interview with him. So when he chimes in, all all the listeners out there, just so you know what's happening. So Casey, thanks for joining us. Um, oh, I'm 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 happy to be here. It's good good to be a part of it. Been yeah. looking forward to this are, for the last you, fourteen are, weeks. Are, are have you listened <laughs> to all the episodes? By the way. Actually, I'm, I can't lie. I'm one behind. If your family can't right. listen to all of them, right. then what does that say? Well, but it's well, a, it well, says their family. Would you expect anything less? Yeah, no. exactly. <laughs> He's got a lot going on, and we'll He's get busy to, man. We'll get to him later. Busy. Right, right now, it's going to be about me. Um, so <laughs> it's nice Friday change. night, or it's Thursday night. Back to our normal routine. Yes, I just got back from the UCLA USC basketball game. Literally, literally, just now, just got, just oh, came straight to the studio. Oh, okay, um, UCLA won in overtime. Nice, fantastic game. <laughs> considering both teams are terrible at basketball, <laughs> um, but Casey, in honor of you, I Ouch. actually wore purple, a purple sweater and a purple undershirt to the game. Well, and people well, thought you, I was rooting for Washington. 
Well, you would be uh, delighted to know that with a win against Cal, we clinched the regular season record for the UW Huskies. So, I mean, since UCLA is no longer a basketball school, at least one of us can represent for the <laughs> for the round ball. And, and for those of you that don't know, uh, Casey Paw is one of the greatest Washington Husky quarterbacks of all time. Um, he obviously went to Washington, so that's going to be a little bit of banter back and forth. But uh, big shout out to Coffee Bean, Techmer PM, and a, and a really big thank you to IMG and uh, in the UCLA basketball uh, department for taking care of, uh, of myself and some of my colleagues. So anyway, uh, before we keep moving on, we got to get to the NBA All-Star Game, which we talked about, the yes. Daytona 500, which we want to talk about. Do you know where I was uh, last Friday? So a week uh, from tomorrow? Schmoozing with our sponsor. S- schmoozing with some of our sponsors, but I was in Detroit again, and I... <laughs> I was. I went to the West. And you saw Vander Holyfield. I went to the same hotel that I was when we did the to- Detroit sandwich. Yeah. I took the red eye. I get to the lobby, and my butt. I mean, I landed like five a.m. Uh, I, I need to meet my colleague at the hotel. Okay. So I don't want to wake him up at five forty-five. So I go into the the lounge area of the lobby, and I fall asleep on the couch. <laughs> okay. Very classy. Not thinking I'm going to fall asleep. I've well, already drank coffee. All this stuff. Security waking me up, telling me I can't sleep there because it's a bar and we're going to get kicked out. I'm like, listen, honey, it's six o'clock in the morning. What are we? Right. Just give me a. Can you wake me up in another hour? Right. My buddy's Did upstairs. Did you think you looked shady or something? Or well, I, just I, I, rules I felt, are rules. I guess. I, don't, I mean, I was dressed in business casual. I thought I looked great. Right. And great luggage. I thought you were going to say you ran into Snoop again. <laughs> no. Yeah, there was no Oklahoma City uh, players there. Though we're going to get to that oh, later gotcha. with the NBA All Star okay. Game. There. All right. So anyway. Fly over to Chicago for you know Cruz for Congress. We talked about yes. him, his 40th birthday party. Casey, did you know Robert Cruz is running for Congress? Uh, I did two weeks ago. Once you dropped it in episode thirteen, yeah. Can you believe that? Don't you think he's going to be a great politician? Uh, absolutely. He's always been the unofficial mayor of Chicago, so might as well just make it make <laughs> yeah. it a reality, right? And he did a great job. He did a great speech, but. Uh, he and I, as I've said before, got inducted to the Pop Warner Hall of Fame. Yes. He read his notes then. He read his notes again. We got to get him one of those teleprompter uh, I, I know. pieces of glass. Or, you know what I mean? And I, So I went after him with no notes, and I dropped a, a beautiful a cappella song <laughs> without any notes. And, and I when, love him, but... <laughs> when you first said that, I thought you meant you went after him. <laughs> like with a knife or something. No, you mean you follow him? Yeah, I know him it's Chicago on, politics, but you yeah, can't do that, like in, that in, not with social media. <laughs> oh, okay, good. <laughs> so, and a big shout out to uh, Parkside Insulation, one of the happiest guys on the planet. And we also tried to do a matchmaker with a friend of ours, uh, had some uh, Brazilian friends in town trying to set uh, a friend of ours from New York up. I'm... I'm not saying that we set up a, a future marriage, but I think we did. Really? So we'll, we'll, we'll catch up with that later. So, uh, again, big happy birthday to Robert Cruz, Cruz for Congress. Watch out for that. Moving on to the NBA All-Star Game. So I, I assume you watched it, Dan? I sure did, yeah. Casey, did you watch it? I watched the whole thing. Uh, when it, so when it comes to basketball, I'm on the same level as Dan. I stopped <laughs> watching in 96 when the Bulls <laughs> broke up. Oh, dude. <laughs> Oh, thank God. Yeah, so you two don't know anything about basketball. But okay, was, so this is basketball. We'll get po- political for one second. So it was in Charlotte this year. It was supposed to be in Charlotte in 2017, but they had to cancel it due to the Public Facilities Act. Did you Do you remember reading about that? Where mm. North Carolina 
made a, a law about they forced separate bathrooms to be separate. There wasn't going to have same-sex bathrooms like they do have oh, in California. Oh, that. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. That? Okay, I was thinking of Jim Crow. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, I do know what you're talking about. So that's why it, it was in Because uh, they didn't want trans year. people to pee anywhere. Right, of course. Basically, yeah. yeah. So it was back in uh, this year mm-hmm. and you know there was there wasn't nearly as, as the same amount of protests but this is the, also the second year of doing it in a little bit different fashion so team lebron versus team giannis and Tocopo, who was uh one of the best players in the in the, i know it's oh, so yeah, what the five times fast please five what did times. you just say Antetokounmpo. Antetokounmpo. giannis Antetokounmpo. He's on the uh, uh, the Bucks. He's yeah. awesome. Wow. Anyway, That's it was Team name. LeBron, which had Steph Curry, James Harden, Kevin Durant, Paul George, and LeBron versus nice. Giannis, that Mera, guy's name, right. Kemba Walker, Walker, you know, Kemba Walker. <laughs> sure. Yeah, who? Jabawaka. Jabawaka. Yeah. Uh, Kyrie Irving, Kawhi Leonard, and Joel Embiid. So anyway, the sc- guess what the score was? 178 to 164. Holy cow. It was one game, not two. <laughs> Holy cow. And Skills Challenge was won by Jason Tatum of Boston. So a lot of our listeners probably didn't watch the All-Star uh, festivities, so we want to make sure everybody's up sure. to date. Three-point contest was won by Joe Harris of Brooklyn that beat out Steph Curry. Quick side note. So Jason Capono was a basketball player at UCLA, a good buddy of ours. He was he played for the Heat back in the day, and he uh, per, uh, competed in the three-point contest years ago. Oh, yeah. And Shaquille O'Neal was one of his teammates. Shaquille <laughs> O'Neal put like three hundred grand on him to win. Oh. And he was like a crazy odds, won like a million dollars. No. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and Jason Capone went in a three-point contest. I mean, can you imagine? Not really. <laughs> no, of course not. <laughs> I'll tell you the truth. Dunk contest was won by Hamadon Diallo of Oklahoma City. And that's why, remember I said earlier about Oklahoma City oh, yeah. being at the Western Book Cadillac in Detroit? <laughs> yeah. I actually saw that guy. Jeez. He won the dunk contest. Good Do you him. see what my point how we're following this? That you're everybody's lucky charm is, I think, the, the Pretty much. moral of these stories. Now, Casey, as uh, you're three years younger for our listeners, do you remember the dunk contests of old with Michael Jordan and Dominique Wilkins? You were a little bit That's, younger than me. But you do remember yeah. that, right? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. How cool is that? I, I think I had a poster in my bedroom. Uh, you didn't have a poster in yours, but you remember the, the, the Michael Jordan you know, poster where he's like doing the... The, the dunk contest. You know what I'm saying? The, yeah, the, the, the famous one from the free throw, of yeah. course. So, my, my, mine wasn't that cool. I had a like a Space Jam-oriented one where he was dunking the moon. So. Did, you, did you see <laughs> they're doing a remake of Space Jam 2? Yeah. Yeah, with LeBron. Yeah. He's, yeah, a, he's in L.A. now. Can yeah, he's going to ruin that like he did the Lakers. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> so, quick side note about my brother's room. When we were kids, um, and he's he can testify whether this is accurate or not when we were kids he's three years younger than me i never had any money i always used to steal it constantly i would would steal it from him because i I knew where he had it and then many times if i didn't steal it and he was actually around i would go convince him to give me money (laughs) Corey had a weird little obsession with finding wherever my hiding place would be (laughs) for whatever it may be (laughs) 
and and he knew where it was. My mom never once would go looking for anything, but Corey knew where everything, everything was. was. <laughs> and when he got a little bit older, right. you know mm-hmm. exactly what yes, I'm talking I about. <laughs> so, but my point about the dunk contest in the in the you know the early '90s. Mid nineties. I mean, oh, you yeah. remember it, some of that? It was real movie. dunking. It was a big deal. Oh yeah. Now it's a, it's a little bit of a joke and it's a little bit embarrassing. There was a com- a competitive edge to it back then that doesn't exist today, and that and that bothers me, Dan. Yeah. And there was a true rivalry back then too. I mean, the same guys were competing year after year, and not to mention, I mean, I feel like all you have to do is jump over someone this year and right. or nowadays, or and, and you're going to win or bring yeah, in a car. cool prop. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. So. As we mentioned last week, we'll go to the complete opposite end of the spectrum and do a recap of the Daytona 500. Oh, so, okay. So this, as you probably don't know, Dan, but I many do people know. do, it's the first race of the year for the Monster NASCAR Series. Mm-hmm. Now, my brother, look at him. He looks like a NASCAR fan, doesn't he? He does. He really does. <laughs> he sure does. I don't know what that's Casey, supposed to mean. But... I'm, I'm Googling Daytona 500 right now, making sure I can be uh, Accurate. You know, up to speed. All right, so yeah. here's the deal. So that is NASCAR? Yeah, it's the same thing. One hundred percent. Okay, it's one of the biggest races of the year. Sure, there's forty total cars. Okay, now you're ready for this. Guess what type? There's three types of cars. Remember when we did the Detroit Smash? <laughs> and he called me. Casey called me and said, oh, "You guys yeah, totally straight. messed up the yeah, Chevrolet." We don't know anything, remember? Right, remember right, that? Yeah. There's GM Chevrolet. Yeah. And you were right, and, and I Pontiac fucked it up. Or I messed whatever, it up. Yeah. yeah. So there's okay, three. So, there's okay. three types of cars that race in NASCAR. Okay, I totally Ford, know this. Ford, Chevrolet, yep. and what's the third one? Oh wow! Don't look, Kate. You're you're. Well, I, I know. Actually, Pontiac. I do actually knew this. No, okay. I knew this. But Pontiac. keep going. Pontiac's not a bad guess. It's not a bad guess. <laughs> That's a terrible used to be. guess. It used it's to be. Used to, you, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. Pontiac used to be. Pontiac used to be a NASCAR. All right. Well, it's Toyota. So no, yes, no. So that's not sh- true. That is. It's Why would we let Toyotas in NASCAR? That's my point. I'm going to have a shout out to my Japanese family. Okay. Oh, guess Kombawa. <laughs> yes. Guess who won first, second, and third? Toyota. Toyota. Did they really? Yeah. Toyota has a total of only six cars out of forty. And they, they had won, they first, second, first, second, third, third, and then first, second, third, fifteenth, twenty eighth, and thirty fifth. Wow! Yeah, Ford and Chevy got the rest. So again, shout out to you know my Japanese, Your Japanese family, right? I mean, my kids are a quarter Japanese. Sure. So I, I can't imagine you. Wa- did you watch the Daytona Five Hundred, Casey? Or did you see any of it? No, no, but I, uh, I'm just kind of laughing at uh, your toy- your thirty fifth Toyota finisher. Um, he actually did not finish. He only completed two laps. So okay, all right, well he was still number thirty five, but there was multiple crashes mm-hmm. and and through the whole race and then at the end there was a bunch of like big crashes so they go into overtime in NASCAR which doesn't happen that often. Yeah, There's actually that was something the called the green white checkered finish which is very rare. So what happens is it's supposed to go two hundred laps but because there were right. so many crashes at the end they say we're going to extend this and a green white checkered finish means that there's no yellow. Mm-hmm. So there's no, there's not going to be a caution. It's almost, it's almost like Mad Max action from right. that moment on. <laughs> right. Seriously, yeah. and it can be anywhere right. from two to ten laps. This year's Daytona 500 lasted an extra seven laps, so 207 laps, wow. 517 miles instead of 500, 110,000 spectators, and um, who won? 
Casey? Japan. Um, it was uh, <laughs> Hamill, I think. I just clicked away. I was looking at the highlights. Denny, ha- Denny um, Hamlin. So D Hamlin, yeah. Denny Number Hamlin. 11 from Toyota. Yeah. Okay, so some guys are driving around in big Fords, and some guys are driving around in big Chevys. Well, and actually, and well, guys, it's restrictor plate racing, so all cars yeah. have to be have the same specs, the same okay. and kind of wheel, you know, ratios, blah blah blah. The fact, he just, the fact that he just said restrictor plate racing, he gets to stay. Right, he gets to <laughs> stay. Okay. But what are the Toyota cars? What are they like? They look exactly the Prius? same. They just have a different logo. Just yeah, yeah they just have a Toyota logo on. They yeah. look almost exactly the same. All right, so, but can you imagine 110,000 people watching a bunch of cars and half of them didn't finish? There was literally only- 207 laps? No. Yeah, like there was the least amount of cars that actually finished in a long time as well. Uh, but it, it's still, and they say viewership is down, but I still like watching it. I don't watch, you can't watch the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, how long does that take as my attention A span? long time. Yeah? A long time. I mean, they're driving 517 miles pitting. Yeah. I don't know. Casey, how long? Three, four hours? Three and a half? Yeah, it's exactly. It's it's one of those things. You can watch a dozen or so laps, and usually if it's at the end and, you know, oh, like 475 on, you're a good. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, Hellgate. So moving on before we get into the real meat of the show, which is going to be us the interviewing Casey, him. The Casey interview. Yeah, the Casey interview. Um, Genesis Open. When we had already Genesis done. Genesis is back together? <laughs> With Is Phil it? Collins or who who's singing? They got a new guy. They got a new guy. Yeah, Peter Gabriel. <laughs> Peter <laughs> Gabriel. Right. Matthew Wilder. No. Oh, hey, listen. You got a lot of good. You feedback joke now. About you him. would go. You would go see. Genesis he hasn't with seen Matthew fourteen Wilder. yet. He hasn't even oh, heard the. It. Yeah. So that was an All inside right. joke. He doesn't understand. <laughs> so we talked about that. Uh, I didn't know I could see a podcast. By the way, but. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> sorry, sorry, I, I couldn't let that one slide. Right, he's your brother. What's he going to do? Just sit there? He's going to keep doing exactly what he's doing. Right. So, all right. So you, we talked the day after I had already gone to one. I went to one. Remember, I talked about the gambling. That yes. went to the beginning of Genesis Open yes. at Riviera Country Club. Tiger Woods. Oh, remember? golf, golf. Yes. yes. All right. So on Tiger Sunday, Woods, two, <laughs> sorry, a couple of days later, mm-hmm. I play golf uh, with Grants Rants. I play. We play nine holes, and then we okay. get to the back nine, mm-hmm. and it's all backed up. The back nine is all backed it's up. All backed up. Haven't had beep, enough coffee beep, this morning. Beep. Yeah, <laughs> you get it. Um, so I say to him, "Listen, let's just go to the final round of the." Stop typing. Casey's Googling. Uh, yes, yeah, stop Googling. Genesis uh, open. So I say, forget. Let's not play the rest well, of the nine yeah, holes. Yeah, we're we're okay. I didn't know if you could hear it, but I'll stop that. Got it. Well, you've got a keyboard from the 90s, man. I mean, it's, you know. Yeah, what did you think was going to happen? <laughs> oh, it was a fucking typewriter. Hey, I got a fancy MacBook over here. It's, oh, do you really? It, it, sounded, no, like no, a, it no. sounded like a typewriter well, then, in a yeah. law office from the 80s. <laughs> yeah. But thanks for. An hey, IBM thanks. Selectric. Huh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, hey, hey. Well, hey, what do you now, work for? Now we what know for, for Xerox? future reference what the audio picks up. <laughs> All right, I bet you sell IBM. All right, anyway, Doesn't so I say to him, listen, instead of sitting here, let's yeah. go watch some of the end of this. Mm-hmm. We both have to be home. I got to. We have to both have to do stuff with the family. So we overpay for like skybox tickets overlooking the 18th green, nice. and we have a beautiful hour and a half watching the final round of the Genesis Open. So JB Holmes ends up winning it. Let me just give you a guess, okay? By the way, we're in a VIP area for, you know, 
dipshit. <laughs> you know, we refer to we refer to him as dipshit. Or, um, so guess how much the 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 winner won. Twenty five dollars. One point three million. Gee, really? Second wow. place, JB Holmes wins one point three million. Justin Thomas wins eight hundred thousand. Siwoo Kim five hundred three thousand. And Tiger Woods was tied for fifteenth. He won a hundred thousand. And the last place winner at seventy sixth place, Cody Gribble. Guess how much he won? A thousand. Fifty six thousand. Fifty six thousand. You say a thousand? Sure. Thirteen thousand nine hundred. Being in last place. Last place, 13900 to play golf for three days. That's actually not a money, but when you think about it, the winner won $1.3. The, the worst guy won 13000 <laughs> Yeah. That's pretty much like America. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> right? Right. Okay. Just move that decimal point over a couple times and everybody... <laughs> Yeah. Money for everybody. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So, moving on into the next segment, as we mentioned, we replaced the previous expected guest with uh, Mr. Casey Paws, uh, number fifteen on the field, number two in your hearts. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for it. I, I wow. thought for a second you were going to say number one. I not, really did. <laughs> not a chance. Not a chance. Um, now, when so, you say number two, you mean second, right? Second son. Okay. Yeah, I, I was the first one. Sure. You can't. I was first. He can't write exactly. So that starts the whole you know dynamic that mm-hmm. we're going to get into. This is going to be like a shrink session. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, but before we get into the questions, just to set a couple things up. Number one, we talked about this last week. Uh, recruiting classes, you know, yes. uh, National Signing Day, yes. so on and so forth. And now, since we did a little bit late, now we're getting into the combine. The combine started today. Uh, can you believe that uh, Murray, the quarterback from Oklahoma, is actually moving up and might potentially get drafted first, considering he's five foot ten and an eighth? Well, I I've seen clips of him playing baseball. I'm shocked he's not going that route. But uh, Does he play hey, middle infield? I mean. Yeah, plays middle infield. Seen some clips. The guy looks legit. Granted, obviously, it's a lot harder. You're competing against hundreds of thousands of more athletes. But uh, now, I mean, he's, he seems to have the talent to do so. So We'll see about that, though. Um, I feel bad. But, yes, you're, I've, you're I've, right. The, the height's going to go against him. Well, and, and, I mean, the quarterback from Ohio State is you know, all of a sudden chopped liver. Uh, just because he, the guys, everyone thought he was going to be five nine, you know, taller than you, Dan. Yeah. And he stands up and he, he measures at five ten, and it's like, holy shit, Apple outbeat their earnings for this quarter. Yeah. Like, you know, everyone's talking about the fact that, that he's inch. five fucking ten. Yeah. Like, holy shit, we thought he was going to be five nine. <laughs> like, it, it, like seriously, that was all the talking heads today. Like, could you believe it? Oh, he's got big hands too. Huh? Like, wow. okay. Like last, you tell me when height and hand and hand size means you're a good quarterback. <laughs> well, you know what? Right, but say, the good thing about hands. me is I'm not better. No. So not at all. Not, not at, at all. all. So. Point being, Casey went through a lot of the same things, so we're going to move that in. That's why I thought, not to mention the fact that in uh, uh, in in mem- uh, remembrance, that would mean he died. Solidarity, <laughs> that's not right. Uh, what is the word called? It's the fifteenth episode, and he was number fifteen. In uh, honor, how about honor. that? Thank you. Can we just yeah. say honor? Yeah. He did get a higher ACT score than me. That was did. one of the only things that he did better. Right. Um, <laughs> so, all right. So with that. Casey, so we're moving into the next episode. So this is our formal 
Uh, the next episode. The, the next episode. No, the that's, next episode. That's actually went through my head. Uh, and I have, of course, we're, we're, we're brothers. Remember when we were talking about <laughs> twins with Danny DeVito yes. and Arnold Schwarzenegger? You're definitely the leftover shit, not me. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> All right, so let's, let's start first. Casey, yeah. you came out three years later. Um, <laughs> what what can you tell? Way to put that. What can you tell? Yes, exactly. What can you tell our listeners about what it was like growing up in the Lord of the Rings, <laughs> also known get, as Rivendell? Yeah, so we grew up on a street called Rivendell. Oh yeah, literally. Well, right? the neighborhood was called Rivendell. The neighborhood but, yes, was called the Rivendell. Was Rivendell as well. And we also grew up on at 23-23-23-16 Rivendell was our address. Oh yeah, okay. in the neighborhood called Rivendell. Okay. Do you remember Lord of the Rings? Uh, yeah, vaguely, sure. So Rivendell was where the elves lived. Right. All right. So Casey, what was it like growing up in Rivendell? Had a neighbor that had well. Well, first of all, we had a neighbor that does license plates at the Hobbit. So I mean, we were definitely a part of Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Um, Isn't that cool? <laughs> so we're such a literary family. It's not. It's unbelievable. Oh yeah, Casey, keep going. Absolutely. This is good. This is uh, going to be good. There's going to be a lot of good reviews. Yeah, <laughs> a lot, a lot of good reviews. <laughs> no, I, I mean, obviously that was. Um, it was. I always like to call it the edge of the urban sprawl. We were able to take a part of, and uh, Rivendell was one hell of a place to grow up. So, now when you say the. I never actually heard you say the edge of the urban sprawl. That's actually pretty smart. It is, yeah. yeah. That was really smart. It was. I like it. So was it urban or was it suburban or was, was it? No. Suburban? Well, that's We learned how to drive well, our we, cars in fucking cornfields. In cornfields, so yeah. Oh, it wasn't so, like that. Okay. But, but if you climb the tallest you, tree in our backyard, you could see the Sears Tower. Wow, really? Well, it's yeah. no longer the Sears Tower, by the way. No, it's, but it's it a competitor. Will always be that way. It's a competitor. Yeah. We're not going to mention yeah. that. It's still the Sears oh, Tower, okay. as far as I'm concerned. That's right, buddy. Yeah. No, so I mean, to Corey's point, um, yeah, we you drive each each kind of block. You go further south, there was more and more cornfields and more and more rural. Each block you went north, it was more and more populated, more and more urban as you got into downtown. So look at the way um, he delivers. Yeah, well, that that's that was my thought process. I thought we got the best of both worlds. We can go either north or south and east or west, and you can get a little bit of all of it. And not to mention um, the neighborhood. There's plenty of kids running around, plenty of mischief to get into, and we uh, we had plenty of fun growing up. That's for sure. So let's before we move into uh, high school and, and then the recruiting process. Um, what was it like? Uh, there was one key aspect of our upbringing, Dan, that I I wanted I want to talk about with him, mm-hmm. which was in the summer. If you grew up in the south suburbs and uh, you could afford it, you had a place on a lake in Southwest Michigan. If you were from the west or the north suburbs and you you, you could afford it, you had a place in Wisconsin on a lake. Gotcha. So we would go every weekend in the summer to a glorified. You know, trailer that never moved. Right. So right. when I say a place on a lake, I mean a trailer that never moved. Right. Okay. The quote unquote uh, cottage. Yeah, right? co- yeah. We didn't have a cottage because my dad always said that he didn't want to have to cut the grass. And <laughs> and now getting older, it was really because we couldn't afford a college, a cottage. <laughs> so, but but it still was the same type of scenario. Yeah, and yeah. Casey, do you agree with me? The time that we spent up at the lake, uh, you know, we, my brother, he and I and our and our sister were skiing behind boats. When I I skied at 18 months. He skied at like oh 20. Oh my god! 
<laughs> I skied behind serious? a boat at 18 months. He skied behind a boat at like 24 months. But he's better than me at all of the water sports now. So he passed me up. And again, right. one of the only other things he's better than me at. Right. At, uh, there's so few, uh, and yet the list yeah, is growing so, every so, other yes, sentence. Exactly. <laughs> Did you notice that Casey is like, well, there's, you know. <laughs> What's next? But Corey, Corey has one accolade that he can hang over my head, and I guarantee it'll come up. Oh, I coming. won't even point it. I'm not going to say it, but I guarantee it'll come. <laughs> it's coming very soon. Um, yes, very but, soon. But no, in all reality, Casey, how great, how lucky were we to grow up? And we had Drew uh, Bennett on uh, mm-hmm. interviewed a couple Absolutely. of weeks ago. He grew up in a similar way, and he mentioned it for, uh, he got almost got there, but he didn't talk enough about it. We're going to talk about it now. So we were, we had a, a socioeconomic uh, situation where we had you know we were we had like a, a very nice trailer that never moved mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. it was like like a small cottage but we always spent time in the lake and then but it was also a campground so all the poor people from Elkhart Indiana would come to our campground to go to the lake and swim sure so we were like high maintenance kids from you know south suburbs of Chicago you know, mm-hmm. big house, you know, sure. got everything we wanted all the time. And these poor kids from Elkhart would come and the me and my brother and my sister would be like, like, why, you know, what are you doing, dad? And our dad would take these kids out on the boat. Almost oh, wow. Like, almost yeah. like the YMCA came to the lake. And it, like that was one thing I remember. Do you remember that, Casey? The, the, the yeah, way? yeah. Well, I was going to say, I mean, at the end of the day, the the trailer was there to sleep and eat. Yeah, we weren't there to we weren't there to hang out and sit in fancy lounge chairs or whatever. It was we were on the water from sun up to sundown, and uh, at the end of the day, I it's it, it's I think it it impacted not only our athletic ability but just um, it's it's kind of overall impacted everything you go about these days. So, and, and and so we'll move away from the socioeconomic aspect to the athletic piece. So we, we had a really shitty boat for years. Okay. And <laughs> yes. And, and I'll but never you had a boat, the old Mark Twain. Yeah. Mark it, was, Twain. it was literally called a Mark Twain. It was like made in 1974. <laughs> it was made by Mark Twain. <laughs> it was, it was, yes. You know, Mark T- Twain signed the side of the boat <laughs> and it was, it was, it just was a shitty boat, right? Love, right. love, love but our we're parents. We're talking a motorboat, right? Oh, inboard, skiing. outboard. It went fast. Yeah, yeah like it yeah. was. In the, this is a big lake, by the way. Yeah. Uh, Baldwin Lake in Southwest Michigan. For those of you that have never been there, beautiful area. <laughs> Let me know if you want to go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Give you some recommendations. But but my point was when we were about I don't know I was probably thirteen and he was ten. Uh, our our mom our, we all went to this boat uh, uh, like you, like it you you thought it was a marina selling boats but it was actually in a barn. <laughs> Do you remember that, Casey? And, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, and, I remember. And, it and we walked oh. in, and we walked right, in. There was a course. brand new yellow sport nautique. Ooh, in not an inboard outboard inboard. Period. So like right, a, Just a like... championship ski boat, and we had already become pretty good at skiing behind a piece of shit. Right, and we're like, wait a minute. It, we all looked at. We almost it was like Christmas, and we looked at our our, our parents. We're like, what is this seriously happening? We. Hitched that motherfucker Seriously. up to the van, drove it back, and then it was on. And you set fire to the Mark Twain. <laughs> I don't. What did we do? We even <laughs> sell that thing or we keep it? I, 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 I'm just, I have no clue. I wouldn't be surprised if it ended up with some bullet holes in a junkyard. But yeah, there's, <laughs> there's no telling what happened to that. 
But, but then, then, yeah, the, the brand new yellow and black sporting antique now became more valuable and more precious than anything we were sleeping in. So, <laughs> right. The boat was worth more than everything. Yeah. So, fast forward and then we'll move on because I know this is probably getting a little long. He actually had that boat up until what, two years ago? Uh, yeah, well, yeah, probably a little less than that, about a year and a half ago. Holy cow. He took it to Washington, like redid it. So that was a wow. long time. That's a long, long time. time. Yeah. And if you know about boats, that's a long time, especially for a freaking ski boat. Anyway, so moving on. So we all know that I was the best player in the history of Illinois high school football, won a state championship. Three years <laughs> later, there was a taller, better looking, smarter version of me that right. came at, to Lincoln Way High School. And that was my brother. And I will tell you this uh, to all of our listeners, and I will admit this in front of him. He was arguably one of the best high school quarterbacks I've ever seen on tape. I never read a defense in high school, ever. Oh. oh. <laughs> I, I was be like, oh, is that guy open? Oh, that if that guy's not open, I'm going to run around. This <laughs> mofo was back there like Peyton Manning. Yeah? At is 17 years old and he was directing people like Peyton Manning and before we get to his version of this let me tell a quick story about my brother when he was in third second grade so I started Pop Warner in second grade he started in kindergarten and it was like a they made an exception for him and in second grade he, he's a quarterback <laughs> like 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 you know like me he played running back too a little bit but he was too tall and lanky um Oh, I played. I played more. I was a O lineman, D lineman. I was the I was a fat kid for a while. That's obvious. <laughs> no, <he exists. laughs> so, so no, in third or fourth grade. Remember, remember, we've talked about this before. How the the coaches said to me, "We want to make Corey the quarterback because we think he's a leader." Right. Well, then you know, my little brother comes along. He's obviously a leader. He's my little brother, and. But he was literally, he's such an attention to detail guy, which I was not and never have been, never will. But he would move his third grade teammates <laughs> over like, oh. two inches because their alignment was incorrect. So nice. It, it, like literally, we have a picture of him moving the right tackle in third grade. It, like he's moving the guy over because he was alignment was off. That's awesome. You know what I mean? That's the type of person we're learn we're we're That's dealing amazing. with right now. I'm so, I'm just so impressed. Can you imagine you guys how anal that is? Quarterback at that age, let alone move the guys. Around. I mean, how about anal at That's that age? Awesome. Can you imagine how it is now? No. Oh, oh, yeah, exactly. You right, talk so, about your tendencies. Yeah, so moving <laughs> moving forward. So I got recruited heavily. As a four-year-old. <laughs> as a four-year-old. I got recruited heavily coming out of high school. And we talk about recruiting. Mm -hmm. I, I got offers from probably half of the top 50 schools. This Where did you dude, end up going to college? UCLA. Mm. Four-year starter. Um. <laughs> But all I like to talk about is banal platitudes. <laughs> uh, banal. Banal. Sorry. Banal. Banal platitudes. So he could have went to any school in the country. Yes. Literally. Yes. MVP of Miami, you know, Miami high school. Like he went to camp in Miami. Butch Davis gives him the MVP award because he's trying to get him to go Miami. Nice. We're going to come back to Miami in a few minutes. But Casey, tell us a little bit about what it was like playing in high school. Great memories. And then the whole recruiting process. You have about you have five seconds. Five seconds. Well, you already pointed out you already pointed out the one accolade I do not have. So unfortunately, I, I wasn't able to bring home the uh, the coveted state championship like your yours truly was. Um, 
and at the end of the day, um, I also I'm going to have to pump you up a little bit here because without without your successes, I never would have even realized that playing football at a higher level was even an opportunity. So um, I just played Thank it you. because it was fun. I just played it because mom and dad made me do it, and, and you because you were doing it, and uh, and you know I had some success and was pretty good at it. But um, at the end of the day, I never really had aspirations you know like the kids nowadays you know, i'm gonna play football and i'm, yeah, I'm gonna play in the nfl thousand twitter followers yeah exactly <laughs> uh, you know I, I played football because that's what mom and dad had us do and and it worked out obviously and um but you know the, there's there's two things i would say about playing high school football one i didn't i didn't really i just did it because i was good at it and i had fun doing it and then until you know like i said go ahead and blow some smoke up you know what here for a second is uh until you started getting recruited and recruited heavily, it's like, oh, wow, I can actually probably go to school for free and do something with this. So started taking it a little more seriously. But then on the flip side, because you were recruited at such a high level, I instantaneously became the younger brother of UCLA quarterback Corey Paws. Mm. And so, so going into the, you know, let's go get, get into our therapy session here for a session, a second. <laughs> how um, much time do we have, Dan? Right. We exactly. We got, <laughs> this is free for the listeners. <laughs> yeah. So, 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 so yeah, selfishly while, you know, love having the kind of that notoriety, you know, subconsciously, I wanted to get the hell out from underneath that shadow. So <laughs> the fact that I wasn't able to win a state championship didn't let me kind of break that down so you know I'll, i think that's probably the first time i ever admitted that um but i said he owes us hey, at least three hundred dollars how does that make yes second? yes yeah. add it to my tab add to my yeah. tab um, <laughs> tab's getting bigger <laughs> getting bigger getting bigger uh so and and you know watched watched your success watch you a you know through the recruiting process and and learned a lot from that and then kind of formulated my own decision my own plan and um, you know, largely that's why there was no way in hell I was going to UCLA because I did not want to be the younger brother of Corey Pausing anymore. Right. I wanted to kind of carve my own path and and, so, and mark my own way. So. so let's let's take a step back and, and as we mentioned, this was this is a little bit of a therapy session. So, <laughs> do you believe that? I'm not trying to say if you could do it all over again, what would you do? But why did mm -hmm. you choose Washington? Where was it sort of, it, I, as I remember, it was sort of down to Miami, Michigan, uh, uh, and Washington. But you, you, and he, mm -hmm. he grew up, tell, how much did you love Michigan as a kid? He had Michigan oh. flags in his fucking room when he was a kid. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, he, and he could have been yeah. a quarterback there, and he decided not to. So wow. why did you do that, by the way? Yeah, why did you do that? Why did you do that? <laughs> well, I, I, you, you've mentioned it before. You grow up in the, the Chicagoland area. You either love or you hate Notre Dame. I was in the same camp Corey was. I, I, I won't say hate, but I definitely, yeah, well, I'll say hate. I hated Notre Dame. Still to this day, can't stand them. Um, and, and, you know, obviously then becoming a Michigan fan, and, and I was a Michigan fan growing up. You know, still to this day, I can, you know, belt out the fight song to a certain degree and um started getting recruited very heavily by them to core you know Corey already mentioned yeah university of miami um you know university of washington you know once again uh you know i get to give Corey a little more credit uh, about the university of washington um connection largely because as he mentioned before with his colorado experience 
Coach Rick Neuheisel was the coach that recruited and signed me. So great um, salesman, Dan. This yeah. guy oh, was an unbelievable yeah. salesman. Like the guy knew how to play in the gray like nobody's business. So it's just <laughs> and unfortunately uh, that's what got, ultimately got him fired from the University of Washington. But uh, that's that's another conversation we'll for a different in, we'll, day. We'll get into the college a little bit more. So, but, but yeah. so, so yeah. how, how did so, you ultimately make the decision? Ultimately made the decision. Um, I wanted to, so to your point, grew up diehard Michigan fan. And the reason I didn't go to Michigan is because as kind of vain as it sounds, it was too close to home. I, I Once I realized I had an opportunity to go to school for free and get, you know, a supreme education and, and get that, that piece of paper, that diploma um, from, uh, you know, high profile school. I decided there's kind of three things I wanted. One is I didn't want to live in a college town. <laughs> Two, so so that would leave limits it to some some you know you university that's city? closer. Because, yeah, closer to because big you city. saw how much fun I was having in Los Angeles. <laughs> yes, I think that. Yeah, he well, used to come you visit know. me, by the way, when he was oh, in high school. No. Yeah, we'll have a whole other episode about that. So, wait, yeah, wait, wait, I was going to say, that one's not safe for work. High that's school for sure. Casey comes to L.A. <laughs> yeah. to hang out with Carl. For like, yeah. Oh, for two, three weeks of summer, it was yeah. not oh. not good to my. Can you yeah. imagine our my mom or our mom? Like, no. Oh, she didn't care. She shipped me off, no problem. But she had no idea. Sorry, she sorry. Had, yeah, no, she had no idea. Right. She would have only shipped him off that first time. After that, right. would have been yeah. no way. All right. So, oh no way. So you so you you like the vibe of the big city. I like the vibe of the big city. I wanted something more than just, uh, you know, to offer outside of the city. Like Seattle, it had water, it had mountains, it had, you know, there's a, a lot of outdoor opportunity. And then last but not least is, you know, academics did play, you know, part he of that decision. He was a better student so. than me. I was a good student, but he was actually better, believe it yeah. or not. Um, so you go to Washington. Um, yeah, there. Washington was coming off a, a, high, a, a Rose Bowl victory. Marcus Tuiasosopo, shout out to him. And you get the next four years of your college career. Would you? <laughs> uh, how would you categorize those uh, as organized chaos? How about that? <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> Look at him bringing back to the sponsors. See you there. That a boy. He's smart. He's good. This guy He's is good. smart. So you know, no. Casey, you're very good at this. Are you available every Thursday at around seven thirty? Because Corey is not. I go. Yeah, oh, well, he's going yeah, out I, of town and he's hanging out with his. You know what I mean? Like, if you could make oh, yourself I, available on a regular basis, I, I think we could retool this whole show. For <laughs> for sure. But I'm I'm not going to have the fancy VIP stories with Snoop Dogg. That's for sure. So. Oh, darn it. Darn well, it. very few can. Um, but <laughs> so so no. But he he had how many head coaches did you have? Three. Three head coaches, three offensive coordinators. Yeah. How can you have three head coaches? And well. There's, he was, was there for five years. Just, just, oh, yeah, exactly. So five total. So not at one time there were three head coaches. <laughs> oh, yes, no. Like I said, Casey, is this guy not the best? <laughs> hey, you how know could I, you I've have never... three head coaches. It, well, wait, how could it you? Make how sense. could you have three ex, How could you have three wives? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. So, but let, let's let's talk about one of the best games in your college career. Washington had not beaten uh, Oregon in a long time. One of the who was the starting quarterback? Well, it's it's you, you got it a little skewed. So I we know. had actually we were on we were on a run against Oregon and we had beaten them 
um, the previous year, but we hadn't beaten them for a while. And so um, we had beaten them, I think, two, three years in a row. And uh, Cody Pickett was the quarterback, and he got injured. So and, what, and now, the side note, wasn't Cody Pickett actually a rodeo guy? Yeah, he was a world champion uh, junior rodeo or high school rodeo guy, team roper. Oh what God, was really? that like competing against a world champion rodeo? <laughs> yeah. yeah, honestly, I, I never. So, so Did he it's ever a, jump a lot of parallels. And... No, no, no. But we, when we went to the Sun Bowl our second year, when we went to the, the Sun Bowl our second year, they did make him do some roping and stuff as a part of the bowl activities. Really? And like, believe like it or not. Circus? They treat yeah, him yeah, like, like a they... freaking circus animal? Yeah, yeah, they put one of our, one of our you know slow fat walk on O'Lyman out on the dance floor and made him jump around and Cody freaking roped him up and like oh took him to the ground. God. Can you imagine if they did that no. now? No. Oh no. my goodness. All right, so a little sorry about that tangent, but I figured it <laughs> yeah. was it would get well some worth good. It. It yeah. was well, well, good worth memory it. there. Good memory. Thank there. you. All right, so so he gets so Cody gets hurt. You go in against Oregon, and yeah. you had a fantastic game. I remember watching yeah. that on national TV. You looked great. And one thing that he did, he he looked good in a uniform. He's yeah. six four and a half. Ooh. How tall are you? Uh, six four and a quarter. Well, six, you're giving me a little extra credit. Six four there. and a quarter. <laughs> yeah, you know me, always embellishing sure. about my <laughs> self glorification. Right. <laughs> um, no, six four and a quarter. Yes. And at that time, by the way, in high school, he had the most hair. He had hair coming out of his freaking toes. Yeah, he had so much hair it looked like a goddamn lion. Okay, mm. and now he look at him now. He's yeah. got very. He looks like you. He's got producer Dan but, here. Casey, oh, yeah. not to not to go backwards. How beautiful was that hair you had in high school? I I dream about it all the time. <laughs> mm, I'm with you, brother. All right, so he you. looked great in a uniform. He goes out and you and you beat Oregon. And I remember you running up and down. It was a, it oh was yeah, a you were busting my chops about that too. Well, but you were you just you you're the genuine excitement that you had was was fantastic. And the point is that Washington hadn't beat hasn't beat Oregon or did they actually end up beating them? How many years? Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's, I, I'll jump in there and save you from the critics uh, <laughs> from next, so, from next week. So yeah, everything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 2003, we were down 10, seven and a half time starting quarterback gets a concussion. We, I come in, we go on a 35 point run. We end up beating them 42 to 10. And that was 2003. We didn't beat, Oregon again until 2017. Whoa! So basically a 14 year 14 slide. Years. That's a wow. big, That's a long time. And, yeah. So and, he actually got interviewed and, recently about it. Is that right? In Seattle Times, right? <laughs> yeah, I think it was the 20 right before the 2016 game. Uh, they interviewed recently, me two because years it had been. <laughs> yeah, it did, yeah, it's recent. Well, we've beaten we've beaten them since. So, um, <laughs> well, you guys are good yeah, now. No. Yeah, well, and that's the thing, right? I mean, Oregon, they're, you know, most people would assume Washington State is kind of like our biggest nemesis. Um, well, you they're know, pretty you grew good up now, in, too, you got to admit. Yeah, very, very true. But, you know, back then, um, Oregon has historically always been, you know, kind of that arch nemesis. And so it's one of those things where you just kind of, you just, your blood starts to boil on, you know, on game day there. Um. Completely agree. So, it, considering about uh, 
Chris Peterson? What's his name? What's happening? What's the coach? What's the coach's name? Peterson? Chris Peterson is the current coach. Yes, Peter. Mr. Peterson. <laughs> you know, from Ferris. Wow. Yep. That was really good. Thank please, you. Please do that again. That was a good impression. Yeah. You're trying to tell me you're trying to, a family member dies and you insult me. What kind of a man are you? I'm going to come down there. Wow. <laughs> anyway, so Chris Peterson's your coach. I think that's the biggest reason, as we can all agree, that you guys are back on the map. And the fact that UCLA didn't hire that asshole when we could have hired him back in the he day. He didn't want to go. He didn't want to go there. Well, why wouldn't you want to come down to UCLA and get underpaid and live and pay extra for your uh, state income tax? You know there's no state income tax in Washington? Uh, don't rub it in. Yeah, Jesus. Um, but let's let's take one step back. So he was let's. talking about the year 2003. In 2002, he came to uh, UCLA to the Rose Bowl. He okay. was the backup quarterback for Washington. My family, oh, our, wow. our family, my family, sorry, Goose. Yeah, dude. My family, our family was in the stands. And true story. This is a great story. So... um. We have some great pictures from this game, too, by the way. Especially afterwards, he's pointing at me saying, he was telling me, you missed the the safety on this particular play and whatever. <laughs> so is this pause versus pause? Well, almost. So, okay. he, no. so he was the backup. No. Oh, okay. But our defense was really good that year. Okay. And we beat the shit. Out of Cody Pickett, he, he, pre- he like we had another concussion. Okay, oh. broken ribs, and he was about to come out of the game in case he was a true freshman. Weren't you a true freshman? Because you were burn your red shirt. So correct. So Casey's warming up in the Rose Bowl in front of eighty thousand people. Wow. Because he's about to go into the game yeah. and play against me and UCLA. Right. right. My our mom faints. Literally faints in the stands. Literally faints. Faints <laughs> when they put him up on this on the jumbotron, warming up. She fainted. Oh my god! Am I, Casey, am I right? <laughs> it doesn't surprise me. I don't. <laughs> no, she. You can faint. She from, fainted from pride. She no, she fainted because she was nervous. Really? She, yeah, yeah she's nervous. That's she, amazing. She would not like. It's we're not the Mannings, okay? Yeah, this was true. not like this wasn't expected. <laughs> no, <Okay? laughs> this was completely out of nowhere. But I'll, I'll never. You got to. They got to admit that was that's pretty. That's cool. pretty great. I mean, it's it's almost as cool as being a Manning brother. Almost. <laughs> except hey, well, not, you're, you're also except not nearly as that- cool. <laughs> Yeah, and you're also leaving out the fact that Deshaun Foster rushed for 300-plus yards on us that game. So, did you hear that? He's complaining that that's the reason why we won, because we had a great rushing game that that day. So, he's basically also saying that I didn't do that much. That's exactly what he's No, he didn't. He didn't do much. Well, I didn't have to, because when you read the defense (laughs) appropriately and you call the right running so now you read the defense. (laughs) Is that it? Eventually, you had to. Yeah, I guess so. All right, so so moving on. So you didn't go to the combine, although I do want to give our listeners a little, allow you to give a little, little props on your physical ability. So not many people know, but my brother's left arm is about six inches shorter than his right arm. <laughs> is so, that true, Casey? Yeah. No, no. Or is it's, that it's just more a magic like trick you do? It's, a, it's it, no, it's. It's about uh, just about two inches th- shorter. It's no, it's more than two no, inches. No, no. I actually, believe it or not, we just measured it not too long ago. <laughs> okay. it's, it's just under two inches. So, so he broke. Wait, who's we? 
<laughs> yeah. My my wife my wife apparently had a bet with the neighbor wives seriously. and uh, wanted, <laughs> yeah, seriously. So and she obvious? legitimately and she legitimately <laughs> measured it. Wow. So his left arm he broke his left arm in his eighth grade year and I'll never I seventh remember, grade. Seventh grade year. And I remember I was in high school and I remember my, my mom getting all flustered again. My, you see the key. Oh yeah. I mean, she's gonna listen to this and she's either gonna be mad or she's gonna start crying. Exactly. <laughs> Probably both. Mrs. Paws, please don't faint. <laughs> so we're not insured. I remember her saying, you know, Casey broke his arm. He broke his arm. He had to put they had to put he had pins, oh, like metal wow. pins coming out of his arm. He like broke his arm off. Right. Like it almost fell off. Right. <laughs> and because of that, he now his arms are so much <laughs> shorter. And when you see it from behind, he looks like a little bit of a mutant. Nice. <laughs> but Corey never points it out to anyone, Casey. No, you know what? My, he's, he's ever said anything to anyone ever. Yeah, exactly. My lovely wife likes to make it a point that uh, apparently why, I stand. I stand in such a way that it makes it look even worse. So and that's why I love his wife. But here's here's um, you know you gotta you gotta cut them down, and then you're gonna build them up, that's and then you're right. gonna cut them down. So I remember how I, I said earlier. I, I don't know if I, I didn't say it earlier. I was actually telling a story. Today at the at the basketball game, I bench pressed 225 pounds at the combine. You want to know how long? How many times? Once. Okay. <laughs> he, on the other hand, for those that are listening, what was your max clean at at college? How much did you clean? What's the most you ever clean in college? Like 325, I believe. Okay, Dan, cleaning 325, oh like Drew Bennett. Clean three hundred, and Drew Bennett was one of the best athletes I ever met. So three twenty five, three twenty five. So so he's obviously bro. not a terrible athlete. Oh my! So God. all right. So moving on. So you don't get drafted, but do you, you you were going to go play in an all star game that became a colossal nightmare. But you decided mm-hmm. to follow your dreams to uh, what semi pro team and what country? <laughs> <laughs> in, in Stockholm, Sweden. Yeah. Yeah. So you lived. I went over, so you lived in I Sweden. Lived in Stockholm, Sweden, for, for six months long? and played for six months, and then I played on uh, the Stockholm Mean Machines. And, wow. and 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 let's be honest, what was that like? You tr- you did, did we we now now mind you, we've had Eric Chenoweth on, who was an NBA draft pick that ended up playing in multiple countries for professional basketball. Um, but what was it like playing for pizza over there uh, oh, across the pond? I like that little plug there. Um, it was honestly, I you know, you you kind of skipped over real quick. I had uh, what you what you haven't said is that uh, my career ended up in a rather uneventful way. And so my, my passion for football drastically changed. I had no, I didn't have fun playing anymore. And so I needed to do something about it and an opportunity to go overseas, get the hell out of Dodge, so to speak, get out of Seattle, get away from it all and just have fun playing the football again. Um, in at the time, which was kind of the highest league outside of NFL Europe, NFL Europe still existed back then and go have fun playing. And honestly, I got paid to live in Stockholm, Sweden and do nothing other than play football. And so for six months. That's and amazing. and look at him. I think I think that speaks for itself. <laughs> yeah. Look at him. He 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 looks he like cleaned he cleaned up in Sweden. 
Yeah. Well, <laughs> I didn't know they even played football in Sweden until 10 minutes ago. Yeah. So uh, it's 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 clearly not. It's yeah, it's not like a football. It's uh, in America. You know, it's called American football over there. Mm-hmm. But, but mm-hmm. and then you got to travel uh, across Europe to play. How, where did, what, what other games? What other cities did you play in? Sure, sure. So we uh, we went to Helsinki. Um, you mean like then, a fucking serious interviewer? Did you yeah. say like, yeah, so, uh, the way you say sure, sure, yeah. yeah. So uh, okay, all right, okay, mm-hmm. uh, sure. Well, sure. I, I, sorry, I, I can see you you moving your little hands around. They can tell me to go faster. So I'm trying to get <laughs> no. to the point here. Right, we got to get to the point. Commercial. Hey, don't worry. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Producer, next producer segment, Dan's about to cut me off. Yeah, next segment brought to you by SmartBeers.com. Moving on. Um, so, so yeah, we traveled. <laughs> we uh, we traveled to Helsinki. We traveled to Vienna. We had Moscow come to us, but yeah, basically, it's the European American Football Federation that uh, you know all the the major countries have a, a competitive football program or football league, and then they have kind of this World Cup style tournament. Um, that basically all the champions of the different leagues come together and play, kind of like a Champions League for you, you know, soccer fans out there, UEFA Champions League. And We're the Stockholm Meme Machines. Yeah, big, big soccer fans. We are actually. Um, Liverpool is one of my favorite teams. Oh, good. Who's yeah, your favorite good team? Good to know. Um, you know, I, I, they're all. I like, uh, you know, I, you're, you're forgetting I'm married a soccer player, so I get I'm way not too forgetting. much That's soccer. Right. I'm not forgetting. That's why I thought you would be able to answer the question when I said, what's your favorite soccer team? I, well, I, I would. I guess I would say uh, I like watching the, the yeah, Seattle exactly. Saunders. Well, <laughs> hey, one of one of our mutual friends is the director of player personnel in Portland. You got to remember I that. I know that's why I said Portland. Yeah. All right. All right. Hey, this is um, my show. So I know where I'm going. My, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I just shut up, man. All right. Um, so yeah, no, it was it was a lot of fun. We uh, it was a it basically a. Uh, 12 game, you know, 11 game regular season plus playoffs. And then you had this kind of, like I said, Champions League tournaments that was kind of filtered in throughout the season. Played team from Moscow, went over to Helsinki, Finland, um, and then traveled down to Vienna and played a game there as well. Uh, craziest thing about. So actually, we you lost in Vienna. So no, no, so that was the semifinals. No, we lost in the semifinals against Vienna. Oh, um, but another semifinal but I'll tell loss. You, yeah, yeah, of course. Of course, you, know, you wouldn't let that one go. Um, he lost in the semifinals two years in a row in high school, just so we're on the same page. School. Casey, at what du- point? In double overtime my fucking senior year. Pardon my French. At what point did you start to regret uh, coming on this podcast? <laughs> About 38 minutes ago. It was, right? Okay. Just, Are you? Yeah. Is that is that what your clock says? Have you been talking to us for 38 minutes? I feel like it's been I have long. no idea. No, I feel well, like it's, it's been like an hour. It has, an hour. It's been an hour. And uh, that's the thing. I feel like we're doing fine. We're 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 going to be done soon. We're almost done, right, Dan? No one's rushing. You and I always say this. If anyone doesn't want to keep listening, it's a podcast. Just turn, turn it, it off. Fu- turn it off. It's free, right? Just okay. Because of your banal platitudes doesn't <laughs> yeah. mean you have to listen. And to I haven't thing. even been that banal. That's right. Today, <laughs> Casey, you know what banal means? Of course, of course he does. You know why? He was a better student than you. <laughs> He doesn't know what it means. Sure he does. No, he doesn't. Just not a Samsonite. I was way off. Samsonite. <laughs> so, all right. So let's let's take a step back. While he was in Sweden, I yeah. had just gotten a real job. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, here we go. Yeah. So I just got a real job. Okay. And I, I had a really good first year. Okay. Okay. What are we talking about? Uh, when he was in Sweden. No, no, no. Do you mean a football job or a not football? No, real no, job. no, no, no. Like, like a real, real yeah, yeah, like, after, like what I would consider a real, like a normal. Yeah, like a real. Like you job. wore a normal shirt. Yeah, I was done. I, yeah. Well, like what what, I, what he what he's neglecting to tell you is that the best part about this football league is that just like every other European country, they take holiday. So we literally stopped playing football for the entire month of July, and everyone went on vacation. Oh my. And of course, Corey made a, made his way over to Europe and took full advantage of so, it. And, and it the oh. perfect, the, so here's the, the story about it. This is why uh-huh. it's a good story. So it was my first real job where I was actually making a little bit of money. And I'll never forget, I got my first bonus check. And I'm doing the, <laughs> you, can, you can see my, I'm doing it with my You're doing fingers. the, yeah, quotes, air it, quotes. And I spent every single <laughs> penny. In Not on Sweden? the flights. No. In Amsterdam, <laughs> and that I had, I I had a two so, day. Yeah. I had forty eight hours in Amsterdam, mm-hmm. and then I went to <laughs> Stockholm to see him for the Midsummer's Eve celebration. Okay. Do you do you know what that is? No. Do you, you know the Playboy Mansion? Uh, yeah. They have a Midsummer's Eve party every oh, year. Do they really? Which, yeah. by the way, side note, humble brag. Been there. I've been. To, I've been to the Midsummer's Eve party before. Oh yeah. But. It started in Stockholm. So the 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 what do they call it? The Nordic countries. The, the, the Scandinavian Scan, countries. Sorry, thank thank you. So the Scandinavian countries are, um, they're how do you say it? Uh, they're not quite pagans, but they're close to it. It's it's all it's all pagan based religion. At the end of the day, it's, yeah. it comes from kind of fundamentally. Yeah. yeah. So the Midsummer's Eve is is a like a pagan. They started there. Mm-hmm. So Hugh. It would have because mm-hmm. it celebrates the summer solstice, right? So Hugh Hefner annually would have a, a Midsummer's Eve celebration, right? Which right. was the summer solstice, yeah. which started in Scandinavia. Yeah, yeah am I right? <laughs> I yeah, know. yeah. There's 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 a way more you know kind of history and culture behind it, but Playboys oh, and, well, we and are, are way more important. Much time, right? So, right, uh, yeah. Let's go Swedish part. So, so, but I had a fuck the most fun ever <laughs> and the the best part about it was that um it was during the world cup okay oh, so this is what 2004 mm. right 2004 ish yeah i think yeah, it was 2000 no 2005 yeah which is four or five whatever yeah, when, right? when, when the world cup was in germany ah yeah. yeah and i was supposed to meet a friend of mine in germany because a friend of ours was playing on the u.s team carlos bocanegra oh except uh my buddy our buddy got stuck in Iran, like from like a, some bullshit what you, what? real estate deal. I know, like it. And now, it, now I know. Now it turn, Now it feels like it's turning into a CIA novel. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But so he gets stuck in Iran. The tickets were in his name, so I couldn't go to Germany to watch the World Cup. So I got stuck in Amsterdam for three days. Uh, and there's nowhere <laughs> better in the world to be stuck in with. A seven thousand dollar bonus check than Amsterdam. Yeah. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. So then I go to then we go to you Sweden. You bought a lot of like wooden clogs. Well, like I mean, kind of you, you know, well, I mean, you know, a lot Mills. of things. Yeah. So, um, so you go to Sweden mm-hmm. for the Midsummer's Eve, mm-hmm. and Sweden was playing in the World Cup. So we watched. We would watch Sweden play. We watched them. I think once or at least once or twice, in like yeah. a, in a 
a, a Swedish bar in Sweden watching Sweden play in the World Cup. Mm. It was the coolest thing ever. And when it was in Amsterdam, when I was in Amsterdam, when I was in Amsterdam, <laughs> um, every night that we, uh, the two days I was in Amsterdam, there was a live. World Cup game at 3 o'clock local time, 6 o'clock local time, and 9 o'clock local time. So we would watch the 3, 6, and 9 games at, you know, Amsterdam's Amsterdam's a very culturally diverse city, at the cities of the teams that were playing. Oh, really? And I've never, that was my first time to Europe, and I've never been back since, and I may never have to go again. Right, That's my you've point. You've been on through Europe. So, but because of him, so he's all connected to all these you know, cool Swedish guys. Right. Next thing I know, I am experiencing Sweden like you're supposed to yeah. experience yeah. Sweden. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Yeah. So then he comes back. He decides to, to you know, hang up the cleats. And then... <laughs> I think you've hypnotized Yeah, by choice. Him. By choice, for sure. Yeah, was that your choice yeah. or was that sorry, your, it's... your agent's choice? He says, I'm yeah, sorry, yeah. I fell asleep. Wait a minute. What? Where are you, Casey? He's in Seattle. I, I'm, cur- I'm, oh, I'm in, in Seattle. Seattle. Oh, okay, so you're yeah, in the same, and... same time zone as us. Correct. Okay. Correct. Uh, no, it saying... was a little bit of a lag there on the old internet. That connection. Oh, gotcha. It doesn't look like he's Kirk Herbstreet. He's got all those all those big fancy jerseys behind him. He's got all his <laughs> awards. You know when Kirk Herbstreet gets interviewed. Look at all that stuff. How, look at all that. Do you still have any of the shit I gave you? Oh yeah. How many things? Just uh, he's like, oh yeah. yeah. He goes, oh yeah. Oh, he I'm, looks around. He's like, uh, I can't yeah. see any of them. They're in the basement. Yeah, no, I've got uh, I got a handful. I got about four or five things here in my office in the attic. I got a whole bunch of stuff. I don't I don't, I don't have that? a big enough house Listen, to split sure. He said he put my shit in the attic. Casey has a Corey Shrine. No, there's not a chance. In the not den. a fucking chance. It's I, downstairs. I, I actually, it's at least mine's not in the garage. <laughs> right? <laughs> my shrine is in the garage. Um, but my brother was also a very good artist. Is that right? Yeah, a very good artist. And if it wasn't for my ex-girlfriend in college, I'd still have more of his art. <laughs> did, she, did she steal it? That's another episode yeah, for she a different day. It. She, she ruined might it. Have, might well, have smashed it yeah, well, a few times. She might have, yeah, thrown it. But that, moving on. So, <laughs> so Casey, so normally, as you know, I do a little bit of uh, you know motivational ending to, uh, to, to our episodes. But first, do you find it difficult to spend three days straight with me? Absolutely not. No. Oh, good. Okay, because I felt like <laughs> while while the re- the rest of our <laughs> rest of our extended families might not think that way, I, I enjoy it. Personally. Okay. So All did right. you did you guys recently spend three days straight together? Is he was at this... the Rose Bowl. I came Remember? down. Corey hosted oh. me. Graciously hosted me. I put him on semi scholarship. Right? Yeah, it was it was it was Partial actually school. about. It was almost all full scholarship. Let's be honest. So were you um were you staying at Corey's house? Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, and he didn't bring me over to meet you. He's no he's, because he's a dick. He's, yeah, basically. Well, we weren't. I, I yeah, didn't you know were busy. No, was, I'm sure I was very busy. I didn't, <laughs> I'm sure I was I had not to available. I had to do it. You had Thanks, a lot, Casey. Call Dan, me Casey. You you had a lot yeah. going on, uh, Dan. All right. So with that though, so instead of doing because we don't want to, I knew this was going to go long because I knew that the banter. And, and the vibe was going to was going to be strong. So, as a motivational, because as you know, 
it's always got to be about me. Right. So, uh, Casey, as we leave our audience, I just have one question for you. What is something that you have learned from me? (laughs) You can't even ask with a straight face. I can't. And poor Casey's already like, oh, God, what should I say? Yeah, exactly. Do you want me to go sentimental? You want me to be, you want to be funny? Or, you know, P- this is it. There are a lot whatever of you want. Here, you can, you, P- you, yeah, PG-13? It's a PG-13 group, number one. And I you can go least. sentimental, and you can say a sentimental thing. In a perfect world, you'd say something sentimental along with a joke, and then uh, along with making fun of me for something. I don't Do know. you want to write all this down yeah. and just we can fax it to him? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I want to see I how he can like think on got, his toes. You, Come on. Well, so, yeah, and, and, and you're it's judging a closing segment. He, Don't worry, we're almost well, done. Well, yeah. Go. Exactly, and then you're yeah, exactly whatever I say, you're going criti- to criticize and, and, and break down anyway. I promise you. To, I promise uh-huh. you. You know, you have kids. He's got three kids. Just, just like I when we were you sitting there around in your house. After I promise the you, I won't be mad. Trying to have a conversation. <laughs> just tell me the truth. I promise you, won't be mad. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> All right. Um, so, what, so, what is something that you learned from me? <laughs> What, what, uh, well, I learned plenty of what not to do, and uh, that's for sure. Uh, that's, but but at the same time, yeah, you you we've already hit on one of the biggest things. Oh, I'm sorry, I love you too, but um, one of the things you've already hit on, which um, obviously watched what you were able to do with your college career and the opportunity to go and play football, like you said, in a major metropo- metropolitan we're area at a good new. school. So, well, that's that's definitely one. Um, so, number two, I, I've, I've definitely um, I've learned the the. The art of self-deprecation and humble bragging from from you for sure. Um, do you really think I'm a good humble bragger, or do you think I'm just a giant asshole? I would say you're more <laughs> humble brag than giant asshole, but you're not all humble brag. So I, I, I can't give you you know 100 A plus on that one. Okay, fair enough. Keep going. Do you have more? Yeah, no, it, it's so much so that yes, I've I've definitely have stolen quite a bit, and the hashtag humble brag has uh, definitely been a car- part of my common vernacular. And, I, and, sure. I, and let's be honest, let's, let's be clear. I didn't make that up. Drew, no, you, okay. because no, no, but you, but I'm, you, I call truly, it the art. I, right. I did make up the art of humble bragging. Okay, very good. Yes, I and, did. And, 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 that, and, and I would say I learned that. Yeah, yes, and brag. I learned that from you, uh, for sure. Uh, the there's there's um, <laughs> I, I kind of kind of more the tongue in cheek side. I learned how to say well. Um, I learned uh, learned yeah. how I used did to kind of hear that. Yeah, let's take a step back. Did he just say that he learned to speak proper grammar because of me? No. Yes, he I did. did. Oh, is that I really just what did. he said? I, I yeah. thought he said well, he it, learned it, to say well. So you learned to speak well? No. Use the word well, good and well correctly. Oh. Yes. But guess who, taught, guess who taught me how to Corey, say Corey good Corey can't well. take full credit for that. Exactly. Drew. <laughs> is Drew. that right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank, thank you, Drew. All right, so what else? Is, is that it? <laughs> no, I, I mean, I was going to stick along the lines uh, of more of your catchphrases. Like, I, I have definitely adopted your catchphrases about, uh, you know, kind of used to be a big deal. That's definitely a favorite of mine. Used to be kind of a big deal. Used to kind of be a big deal. Used to be kind of a big deal. And, yes. and our big, you, did you hear about we have a hater? 
Well, yeah, we, we said we, we weren't going to talk about, about him in another episode, yeah, but, but that he actually quoted. He says he says that he used to be a big deal oh, every right. episode. <laughs> hey, hey, well, uh, he's Listen. clearly paying that much of attention, so right? he must yeah. he must be keep coming back. We yeah, promised hey. we weren't going to give him any more attention. What well, else, Casey? Did you learn from me? Um, <laughs> you know what? I, this I, is the end it, of the it, show. So yeah, you know, exactly. We'll get there. If you can keep it going for uh, another two minutes, then you get an extra hundred dollars. Perfect. Um, You know what? Honestly, Corey, I I learned a lot when it came down to, um, like you said, athletically, the drive, the desire, everything I watched you go through made me want to do it even more. So we'll get sentimental for a second. I always wanted to one up you. And unfortunately, you know, never admit it, but you do have that one kind of. Uh, rung, so to speak, or accolade that I never got. So, yeah, but that's just that's just a, that's just a state championship that everybody wants as a kid. It's not that big of a deal. <laughs> no, so, not that big of a deal uh, at all. But well, and so with that though, right back at you, I would say this: there's nobody I could. There's not a chance in the history of the world that I could have a better younger brother than you. So. I didn't notice. And you that. always like to point out I'm younger. No, no, no. For sure. No, no, no. I didn't say well, little. Well, it used to be little. I know. It used to be little. That's my no, point. I didn't say little. I said and younger. And he did say better looking earlier, by the way. No, he is. He's yeah, better looking. Look at him. He's got a better looking face, and he's taller. Look he's smarter. He's very handsome. Um, I love you more than anything, obviously. Uh, and we... I, I actually am really glad that we ended up doing this because we were talking about earlier, should we just interview him? Right, but I'm glad that we did a co-hosting scenario to commemorate and in honor of him. That's right. Number 15. The great number the, 15. The 15th episode. And I'm hoping that this allows helps us expand into the uh, in the Northwest. Absolutely. What do you think the chances are? Very, very good. He's well, not, I'm he's not on social media, though, either. First. Yeah, I'm gonna have to proof it first. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, exactly. I got an I got an Instagram just to stalk my wife and make sure she wasn't posting anything. <laughs> How'd that go? And she got off, so now I'm sitting there just stalking other people. Oh no! <laughs> well, she was just posting uh, pictures of your arm length. <laughs> yes, exactly. After a while, I got old. So, uh, all right. So we'll, we'll keep him on for one second, and we'll 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 end. So, Casey, uh, thank you again for joining us. We we really appreciate it. Absolutely. Maybe. So Thank you. we'll bring him back in episode thirty, which is a multiple of fifteen. Okay. That's the that's the plan. Unless he does something that's worthy of bringing him back on. But <laughs> I, thought you, I thought you were going to say, or if we meet someone whose number was thirty. <laughs> yeah. So as a reminder, don't forget to email us at Corey at somethingsbrewing dot com. Positive feedback, negative feedback, questions, whatever. We don't care. So in closing, thank you for listening to the 15th episode. I actually, this, 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 this meant a lot to me. This is a very nice, my mom, I promise you, is going to cry. You're getting a little choked up. My mom's going to cry when she listens to this. I guarantee it. Guaranteed. Uh, But anyway, have a great rest of your morning, a fantastic rest of your day, or a beautiful evening. And remember... If you keep a positive attitude at all times, something's always brewing. Corey Barnes is back at quarterback now. Barnes in the end zone. Gets it away. Deep down the middle. 
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.